I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm John Pop. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, March 8th. Here are today's headlines. President Joe Biden will unveil his budget for fiscal year 2024 on Thursday, and part of it will propose raising and expanding a tax on Americans earning more than $400,000 as part of a series of efforts to extend the solvency of Medicare by a quarter century, the New York Times reports. A White House fact sheet of Biden's plan claims the budget extends the life of Medicare by modestly increasing the Medicare tax rate on income above $400,000, closing loopholes in existing Medicare taxes and dedicating the Medicare net investment income tax to the hospital insurance trust fund and crediting savings from prescription drug reforms to the hospital insurance trust fund. Republican Representative Ben Klein, who sits on the House Budget and Appropriations Committees, spoke out against Biden's budget plan on Fox News earlier today. Let's take a listen via the congressman's Twitter. Well, I think his budget in the Republican House of Representatives is going to be about as popular as Pete Buttigieg in East Palestine, uh, Ohio. I, I don't think it's going to get a well, a very good reception. His tax increases are dead on arrival. Uh, we're working on a budget that is going to get rid of the woke and weaponized government that Joe Biden has been pushing for years now. And we're going to make sure that it balances and continues to improve the economy for the American people rather than double down on this inflationary economy that Joe Biden's created. E.J. Antoni, a research fellow in regional economics here at the Heritage Foundation, tells us tax revenue is almost at a record high by any way you measure it, whether in nominal terms or adjusted for inflation, Antoni says, or as a percent of income or as a percent of GDP, tax revenue has never been higher. We don't have a tax problem. We have a spending problem. The last thing we should be doing is raising taxes, let alone by $2 trillion. Antoni adds, what we need are massive spending cuts so that the federal government lives within its means. We should be trimming the federal budget, not the family budget. The threat of the Chinese Communist Party appears to be only getting stronger. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence released its 2023 annual threat assessment of the U.S. intelligence community today. According to the report, China's Communist Party will continue efforts to achieve President Xi Jinping's vision of making China the preeminent power in East Asia and a major power on the world stage. The report adds, as Xi begins his third term as China's leader, the CCP will work to press Taiwan on unification, undercut U.S. influence, drive wedges between Washington and its partners, and foster some norms that favor the authoritarian system. In terms of military capabilities, report says the government of China will continue pursuing its goal of building a world-class military that will enable it to try to secure what it views as its sovereign territory, attempt to establish its preeminence in regional affairs, and project power globally while offsetting perceived U.S. military superiority. The report highlights some potential consequences if China reunifies with Taiwan. Beijing's control over Taiwan if it succeeded in accomplishing its goal, probably would have wide-ranging effects, including disruption to global supply chains for semiconductor chips because Taiwan dominates production of cutting-edge chips. We will include a link to the full report in today's show notes. 
The Louisville Metro Police Department is under fire after the Justice Department released a scathing report of its investigation into the department, The Hill reports. According to the Justice Department report's executive summary, the Louisville Metro Police Department unlawfully discriminates against black people in its enforcement activities and violates the rights of people engaged in protected speech critical of policing. The Hill also reports that the investigation began in April 2021 after Louisville Metro Police officers shot and killed Breonna Taylor. Taylor's death sparked protests and civil unrest. Attorney General Merrick Garland spoke about the report earlier today, saying, This conduct is unacceptable. It is heartbreaking. It erodes the community trust necessary for effective policing. And it is an affront to the vast majority of officers who put their lives on the line every day to serve Louisville with honor. And it is an affront to the people of Louisville who deserve better. Let's take a listen to some more of Garland's comments per ABC News. The Justice Department has also identified deficiencies in LMPD's response to and investigation of domestic violence and sexual assault. LMPD has relied heavily on pretextual traffic stops in black neighborhoods. In these stops, officers use the pretense of making a stop for a minor traffic offense in order to investigate for other crimes. Some officers have demonstrated disrespect for the people they are sworn to protect. Some have videotaped themselves throwing drinks at pedestrians from their cars, insulted people with disabilities, and called black people monkeys, animal, and boy. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is facing calls to resign. Republican Representative Mike Collins of Georgia said on the House floor today that Pete Buttigieg has shown that he is unfit to lead the Department of Transportation and must resign immediately. Collins added, from his first day in office, he has been more focused on diversity training and identity politics than on building and maintaining America's transportation system. He has abandoned his department's mission of improving the safety, technology, Technology and efficiency of our infrastructure in favor of promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. Buttigieg continues to face backlash over his handling of the East Palestine train derailment back on February 4th. He finally visited on February 23rd. Collins added that Buttigieg took 10 days to acknowledge this incident and three weeks to show up and support the community. And that as Ohioans fled their homes and worried about their health, the Secretary of Transportation was on TV whining about too many white people in construction industries. Fox News reports that there is also an ongoing probe into his use of private jets. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for The Daily Signal interview edition. Our colleague, Tyler O'Neill, will be sitting down with Christian Post reporter Brandon Showalter and Summit Ministries President Jeff Myers about their new book, Exposing the Gender Lie, How to Protect Children and Teens from the Transgender Industry's False Ideology. Also, make sure to subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and a review. We read all your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. 
Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.